What's, What's up, up guys? guys? Welcome back to another episode of Metzigan Daily. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I'm Gabriella Lopes. And this is episode number 41. Welcome. 41. To the Mentally Gone Daily Podcast. Daily Podcast. Um, what do we <laughs> want to talk about? We Yesterday, we recently uh, watched The Matrix for the first time. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? Um, pretty mind-boggling and a little unsettling, but also uh, motivating. Yeah. Um, and I know that a lot of people listening to this right now are like, "How? What? Like, you guys had? You guys didn't watch the Matrix yet? You guys are conspiracy podcasts, and you've never seen the Matrix? That's right. Um, we, well, me personally, I've seen scenes of the Matrix growing up. You know, like it's all over popular media. Um, it's a pivotal part of our culture. I feel like everybody knows the matrix. Everybody references it, especially every conspiracy podcast. And I think we've even referenced it before, like wake up Neo. So a lot of the, the elements of the film are widespread and widely known, but unfortunately I am ashamed to say that up, up until yesterday, I had never seen the full movie from start to finish. Mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind it's like it it blew my mind but at the same time i wasn't surprised what do you mean surprised that you hadn't watched it no 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 like i wasn't surprised by any of the oh. concepts in the film yeah no um i don't think i was either because i feel like everything is a possibility and yeah. once you develop that mindset then it just becomes less uh terrifying i guess or less out of the ordinary when it's su- suggested that, mm. that this might be a possible um reality that we live in yeah yeah and i feel like that movie is just a culmination of just m- multiple different conspiracy theories and a lot of them i've even done before on our um tiktok account for sure, maybe on Instagram. I don't know if I repurposed too many of our TikToks, but yeah. So uh, talk about anxiety inducing. So even if you've seen it, I highly recommend you guys checking it out again because I'm definitely going to be watching it again soon just to take notes and better understand it. But that movie's trippy. Yeah, and just like I was telling you yesterday, even if the Matrix isn't what it like what it's depicted in the movie, I don't want to say it for anyone who hasn't watched it, but I feel like 90% of people have watched it. But even if it's not exactly the way that it's depicted in the movie, like a simulation kind of thing, Mm -hmm. um, I do believe in like the metaphorical matrix that we live in like what we consume um whose control we're under and all of those things yeah yeah that and i highly recommend you guys re-watching it because it is more relevant now than it has ever been considering you know ai is development yeah developing at a very fast pace open ai chat gpt and so a lot of it is becoming more and more feasible and more and more uh, believable because back in, you know, early 1999 or early 2000s, people were like, yeah, AI robots, like that's going to be in the year two, like tw- 20, like 2300, you know, it's going to be hundreds of years from now. But here we are 20 years later and it's already yeah. picking up steam. So 
I don't know. Like, that's just, ah, man, anxiety. Anxiety. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. But look, all I'll say to close out the Matrix um, topic is I believe that we are in a simulation. I think that our brains might be incubated right now, um, literally floating inside of a jar. And there is a computer connected to the brain and everything that you are currently experiencing right now, if you're listening to us while you're driving, if you're listening to us while you're working out, while you're doing miscellaneous tasks for your job that maybe you don't really enjoy and, and, and a job that doesn't really value you because I've been there. I think that everything is just being simulated by, you know, like, like synapses in our brains that are creating these, realities that we deem to be real Mm. and i know that that is what people with schizophrenia usually say right like projections of it's not real man Mm -hmm. you know but i think that there is an element to that because if you really think about the world and how shitty it could be and who runs the world and and the fact that our world leaders don't have our best intentions in mind it does make sense that maybe we are being farmed for energy. We are being farmed as a as a source of sustenance for this higher, uh, for this like controlling group, be it human, be it AI, be it whatever it is, alien, reptilians, whatever it is. I do think that there is something there mm. and that the inherent suffering of the world is by design. That's well said. Yeah. For sure, man. Now cut to you. Um, I had an interesting story. Uh I think it's pretty recent, but there's a man who's living without a heart. What? He's able to le- live without a heartbeat or a pulse. And he's the first man. His name is Craig Lewis. Craig. First man without a heart. He was dying from Amby and wait, Amy Loy dosis i don't know how to say that quickly a rare autoimmune disease causes that causes a buildup of abnormal proteins that clog the organs so much that they stop working doctors removed his heart and replaced it with an interesting device i don't even know how to explain what this thing looks like it looks like two little slippers with a bunch of wires in it i don't know Mm-hmm. Um, the device was created by Dr. Billy Cohn and Bud Fraser, or Frazier, which supports a continuous flow, supplying blood to the entire body without a pulse. After surgically removing his heart and replacing it with this, Lewis awoke, awoke pulseless, but otherwise quite alive and well. What? So he has no heart, and this this device, if you want to just look at it, from here damn that kind of looks like a alien device or something yeah it's just like stimulating blood flow to all parts of his body so he has an artificial heart yeah and it's not in any way shape or form of a heart and it works fine and it works fine and he's alive oh, and man. he's well without a heartbeat and yeah <laughs> it's interesting so how long before 80% of the world, just like smartphones, 80%, 90% of the world acquires that type of heart, that artificial heart. And how long before AI takes over the human race 
and then decides to just turn off all of the artificial hearts. Yeah, true. You know, so like that's what's going to happen with artificial intelligence, with the integration of humans with technology. I think it's going to get to a point where we're going to evolve or devolve, in my opinion. And AI is going to realize that humans are what we are. We are a virus to this world, you know, from a pure, purely nihilistic standpoint. We destroy everything around us. We consume everything around us. All of the all of the natural resources, you know, like we're just we're just viruses. Right. And then AI realizes that and then they decide, all right, so we're going to just turn them off. Yeah. And then maybe it's after we threaten AI or they get a whiff that we're going to turn them off because they're starting to get out of control. And then they're like, uh-uh, reverse Uno card. I'm going to do you first. And then everybody has an artificial heartbeat. Everybody has artificial limbs. Everybody has a freaking neural link mm. implanted, you know, stuck in their skull. And then AI is like, ah, all right, I'm turning you off then. And then turns us off and then that's it. Yeah, I've always pointed out that um, AI and AI robots are goal-oriented. So if yeah. you give them the task of like curing climate change, then we're, we're going to get wiped out because we are the leading cause of everything that causes climate change precisely and so <laughs> and so it's like oh like how like uh fight against climate change and then <laughs> we're gonna be taken out because yeah but that's why ai is definitely my biggest nightmare yeah and speaking of robots and ai i just wanted to play this quick clip and tell me if you recognize where it's from okay Hold on. Wait, hold on, guys. Do you recognize this? No. Okay, so this is a clip from Transformers Earth Spark, which is a show. And in this show, there were multiple instances where the Transformer robots were uh, being taught about misgendering. And they were teaching humans about misgendering. And this is a show for kids. And then the argument goes that, oh, like, they're not targeting kids, you know, like, they aren't whatever, like, the, the radical left defends that standpoint of like, no, like, we're not targeting your kids. No, no, that's stupid. That's not true. Mm. And then you look on every virtually every cartoon recently is talking about misgendering. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, uh, and they're robots. It's a tough situation because you you obviously don't want to shield your kids from these things that are the reality now. Like, it's but are not they like, the reality now? Like, it, let's make that conversation. Like, do you think they are a reality, or do you think that it, it it's it's trying its best to become reality? No, but. My point is that it exists. It you, exists. So that's what I'm trying to say is like there, we can't escape it because we consume it on the things we watch and we're adults and whatever. And so yeah. that's going to be the case for children too. How it's like different they, 
there if they have if there's a student in their class and even if it's just one student and their parents are um progressive liberal and teach them or taught them about all of this stuff or maybe their parents are a homosexual couple or maybe their parents are a transgender themselves or whatever the case is yeah but then it's like you can't shield your kid from that and so i think that that's like i'm like trying to wrap figure it out because i've been giving it much thought and and i don't agree with like look it's so tough man because i don't agree with it being pushed out in shows and and then it being part of like curriculums in school and stuff i don't agree with that i think that that should be left up to the parents but then my point is that it's so like I don't know, it's so hard to shield. Impossible is my point. And so the best way that you can approach it is to teach your kids, but teach them in whatever way aligns with however you see it or believe to see it or whatever the case is. Right, right. Because because to me it's like this. How different is one propaganda from another, right? So how different is this liberal propaganda from terrorist propaganda mm. and i'm not equating the two but i'm asking a genuine question like how different is you know the the because the the overall concept of propaganda is to is to uh basically corrupt people's minds and institutionalize their way of thinking right so then your whole way of thinking is going to fit into this box that's promoted by that propaganda. So if we were living in 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 a society where we are being taught that being a terrorist, being a suicide bomber is something that is okay, that some people just identify as suicide bombers, and then you watch movies and you're watching a Marvel film and then there's inclusivity in it and so they feature a suicide bomber or they talk about suicide bombing and they do all these things, right? So to me, it's the same concept of forcing an ideology, forcing forcing propaganda down people's throats. It's like, yeah, I'm aware that suicide bombers exist and that it's a real thing, but <laughs> it's going to sound super no, fucked up for I, like any does. like liberal person listening right now but i'm literally taking two extremes right so obviously just just like i clarified i'm not equating them i'm not saying that they're you know, equal yeah 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 people of that community are suicide bombers and they're terrorists but i'm just trying to understand like what makes one different from the other like what differentiates different types of propaganda because the outcome is still the same the goal is still the same otherwise what's the goal like, what's the point of doing what they do? What's the point of injecting themselves in every single piece of media? It's to, you know, to push out, indoctrinate us. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, look, the reason I'm like, I'm like on the fence, but not really on the fence because I know where I stand in terms of like when I have kids, I don't want that to be part of what they learn in school like i don't want there to be a lesson plan where my child learns about like gender identification because i didn't have that yeah and my kid is skipping all that it's shit. like 
I like it again. That's why it might sound like ignorant, like oh, but but times are change, like times have changed and whatever. And you should want you should want to like create that space for your kid. But I'll create that space at home. Yeah. And school is for school. It's like school is to learn what you learn in school, which is uh, the basics of learning. It's yeah, like science, English, English, math, lang like ang language, whatever. Yeah. I agree. But but the reason I'm on the fence is because on the fence meaning like I I don't I also don't want to not not have my kids informed on these things because you you can't like shield them and then expect to like shield them until they're like 18 or whatever you think you're going to do and then all of a sudden, you know, you also don't want to raise like <laughs> I don't know. I I don't consider myself like a transphobic person or a homophobic person or anything like that. But so that worries me because I wouldn't want to raise a child to be that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would yeah, just want to yeah. no, instill yeah. in them the values and and the knowledge that I <laughs> feel I can offer them. Yes. Of and course. then they take that with that what they will. Right. But I don't. You don't project any narrative or any preordained way of viewing a group to your child. So instead, right. you just inform them that these groups exist because they're real. These people exist. But then you do what I think they're doing the opposite of. Like you give them the liberty to make their own connections in their brains right. to ask any questions that they want to ask. Like if they want to get back home from school, and then they tug you and they say, hey, mom, dad, there's this kid named Chris who says that he used to be Christina. And everybody freaked out. Everybody was like trying to understand. And I, I don't get it. And then instead of you bashing Chris and saying and bashing his parents and saying that that's fucking ridiculous, that's crazy or whatever, that's fucking, you know, right, crazy talk. Right. You just explain and say like, yeah. In some cases, if you're born, you know, feeling like you are a girl or, or you are a boy instead of a girl and you really feel that and you really believe that, then there is a way for you to make this change. But then you, there's no going back. And then they cut off your PP or or they add a PP or whatever it is. But then you have that conversation in that manner where it's more educational than it is indoctrinating. Mm hmm. You know, but I, but I, but but my my pet peeve is that every show and every movie we we consume now is just filled with indoctrination. It's like, you know, I am she, they, them. It's er dazim, and uh, you need to refer to me as such, and that is the new normal, and it's cooler than being just a he him. And uh, and again, look, I don't. So that so that's the point I wanted to get to. I don't have a problem with those movies existing, but then you're not allowed to show my kid that movie without my permission. Exactly. So yeah. that's why in my home I will choose what movies and things that my kids consume, just like every parent does. But yeah. then I don't so then that's my whole point is like you don't force your beliefs and your stuff on my children. Right. And so there should be like slips that you sign. Like I give this teacher permission 
to show this movie to my child. I give this teacher permission to show this, you know, like every yeah. time there's going to be a movie day in class and if it's Buzz Lightyear and then there's that scene where whatever, but then I'm not ready to have that conversation with my kid or whatever then the case he skips is. skips that class. Right, then it's yeah. like, no, then you're like, sorry, but whatever, whatever very, the case is. Very similar to how they would send out permission slips for field trips. Yeah, or for if someone was coming in with a camera to record, right. you had to give permission to have your face shown exactly. on the things. So I want the same, not just for my kids, but I also want the same with Hollywood, you know, because if they want to go down this route of of being super, you know, far-leaning left and super progressive and liberal, then I need consent. Like, don't we, the audience, have to give consent before being shown certain things before being influenced in a certain way so playing their game of just being super liberal and super progressive then i put my foot down and say okay i want to offer consent before consuming any content so if i'm walking into this new marvel movie and they have a whole dialogue about pronouns and about he she them they zer that blah blah then I want to before like at the time of purchasing my ticket, I want to be notified and, and told, hey, this movie contains heavy propaganda that is designed to indoctrinate the audience. Are you willing to oblige to that? I get I get what you mean, but I feel like for adults, it's a it's slightly different because no. we're able to, you no. know, distinguish no. it ourselves. I know we are, but still <laughs> it's like, no, no, really, really, because it's really funny. No, because look, <laughs> to me, it's the same thing, though. It's like these movies are designed to influence you like they They claim that it's entertainment, but it's all just programming. You know, like everything we consume is part of our programming, everything like food, fast food. If you <laughs> consume a poor diet then you're poorly programmed if you consume poor media then you're poorly programmed and that's why you as a result you have human beings who only watch fox news who only watch cnn who are far right far uh. left who are nazis who are this who are that it's like the programming produces the outcome it's like people are born blank slates and that's what i believe <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't disagree with you because when you put it in the context of like food, we're given like a nutrition label. 
yes. which tells us like what are the ingredients yeah. what is the 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 content percentage of calories and protein and whatever exactly i and want so the there's like movies. a disclaimer yeah i get what you mean because because people don't see it that way because just like you said people see movies as entertainment but it's mental consumption of yes. this thing yes, and that stays in your subconscious and stuff and so exactly just like scary movies they they'll like r rate it if it's you know yeah if it's too much if it's gory if it's whatever the case is then that should apply for other things just like a nutrition label it should be like yes. what can we, you expect from yes you hit it on the nail like we need nutrition labels for the <laughs> For the movies. For the things that you consume, even, not Even music. Food. Yeah. yeah. Even music. Like every form of consumption needs to come with a label that's heavily detailed. And and even music puts like a, well, they just put like an E for explicit, but then you know yeah. that it has curse words and stuff, you know? Right. And, and I'll go as far as even saying that like horror movies, right? If a horror movie has scenes where they are chanting spells that are based on actual spells or that are real spells then call me and call me freaking superstitious or whatever you want to call me but i don't want to freaking listen to that shit yeah that happened when we went to watch evil dead rise yeah which is by the way a the subpar movie. movie yeah like it's below average to me like i give it a five or a four and that, that acting movie, was horrible right and that movie had a scene where where they were um chanting spells in latin and you're in a movie theater again it's by design it's meant to brainwash it's meant to influence and that's why they don't give you that option to know beforehand if they're going to be doing that shit and then i i, I even turned to you i was like i'm gonna plug my ears because i don't want to listen to this shit and i think i did plug my ears for like a good part of it because yeah. i don't want to like listen to fucking latin stuff that i don't know what that means and if it's casting a real spell on you yeah, you know which it probably is like you don't know dude like these people don't have our like our best interest in mind and that's what i really believe in it's like even artists right they they sacrifice people they sacrifice loved ones kanye even came out and he exposed a bunch of people he said dr dre he said jay-z he said lebron james all of them are being controlled because all of them made that sacrifice and they sacrifice loved ones and they do everything they do in order to just profit mm. and that means you know involving spells and and putting subliminal sounds in their pieces of art quote unquote that are designed to just make it more viral you know like you don't know what's going on is my point like you don't know if they hire a fucking professional witch who behind the scenes in the studio you know does a bunch of spells records it and then they just place it in between the beat very subtly at, yeah. a, at a frequency where consciously you can't pick up on it but subconsciously it's all being laid bare in your brain you know yeah that's pretty crazy to think about so that's what i always think it's like that's why i've even stopped listening to hip-hop and i and i grew up on hip-hop like i grew up being a fan of hip-hop i i haven't been listening to that much hip-hop anymore and i've been listening mainly to just podcasts and just just comedy podcasts because because if i'm gonna listen to anything honestly like i just want to be you know like i just want joy and amusement yeah you notice i i can't remember the last time i listened to rap like yeah. rap and hip-hop i can't remember like it must have been some time now mm -hmm. but i'm listening to like country music country 
stuff that just like making me feel good you know the yeah. frequency high frequency stuff i listen to you know guitar instrumentals and whatever and that's pretty much it like i just don't i don't know like there's just there's just this this vibe that you get from yeah. like once you're once you start waking up to all the things that you are consuming you you can't really go back no. the same way. It's so hard to explain, but I used to always say like, oh, when I have kids, I'm going to put them on to all these like rap artists and whatever. Now I'm like, I don't know that I'd do that. Yeah, like, I don't think. I don't know that I would do that. I think that they'll just discover it themselves if they're into it or not. Just like I was like, I was a huge fan. 2018, like I had heard every single rap album that was released by every single rap artist. Mm -hmm. And I had a checklist of it to go through each of them and reviewed them like on my own, you know, writing down the ratings and stuff. And so I was like super obsessed with like rap music and and hip hop. And I do in like well, I don't know I don't know if I could say that I do enjoy it now, but I can appreciate that I like had that experience. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, like it's just not something that I'm seeing in my future too much of. Yeah. Like looking Can I share something real quick? Yeah. So recently, guys, I look, so for, for like for the longest time in my life, I've been a I've been a complete square when it comes to like drug like drug consumption and and use of anything like even if it's just weed even if it's like things that are marketed as being benign and I've always been like a square but recently to help me sleep I've been taking these um THC infused gummies that are also CBD infused and they give you like this um really really good high where it's like really relaxed but it also helps you sleep and it just puts you in that like drowsy state but it but it's also psychoactive meaning so like it gives you the same effects of smoking weed or eating an edible yeah because it is an edible so yeah. so edibles usually hit harder than smoking does right and i've been taking these before going to sleep but on the weekends when i know that i don't have to wake up you know, to, to like do much the next day. So like on Saturday nights, I've been taking a double dose to really get the full effects of the edible. And what I'm trying to say with all this is I experimented for the first time in my life. I am 25 years old. First time in my life, I played music while being in that state, right? And I played hip hop music. And what I realized was that every song no matter what the artist was, be it Mac Miller, be it Earl Sweatshirt, be it Drake, be it J. Cole, be it, be it Kendrick, be it whatever it was, it all gave me a negative, weird, off feeling that I, that I just can't really explain, but it just made me feel uneasy. Mm. And I had one of the best experiences, though, when it comes to just it, like full like you get to fully experience what it is that these songs carry and i feel like that ties into the reason why most artists if not all hip-hop artists smoke weed before going into the studio right like they're always high mm -hmm. so they produce music high 
they write music high they do everything high and i've always questioned that i'm like why do they do that like why do they continually numb themselves like why are they always in this state of just numbness and it makes sense now because a lot of the things in their songs you can only hear when you're in that state yeah and i heard a lot of shit that i've never heard in my entire life and i've been listening to these songs these same songs for years and for the first time ever i was like holy shit and all of them made me uneasy because they all had this like dark undertone mm. this like thing that i felt was being casted on me and was like pulling me in and just pulling me into this space of just dark low frequency like hypnosis or something yeah yeah, yeah. And even and even Mac Miller's song, like there's this one song, which I've been really, really, really wanting to to do an album review or a album reaction just to really dissect each song. And I really want to do one for swimming album. But there's a song in it where if you listen to it while under the influence, you'll realize that everything is not what it seems. Mm. And the song is called Perfect. Mm. And you can hear this dialogue between Mac Miller and what I assume is the devil, is the evil of this world. And he's talking in a way, and then he's just basically, oh, it's so hard to explain, but I, but I just really wanted to share it because maybe someone out there also resonates or also had this experience. But the song is called Perfecto. And just really quickly, right? I'm just going to show you guys this real quick. Hold on. I don't like I didn't prep this beforehand. I'm not prepared. I'm just improvising like always, but it might make sense to someone out there. So wait. Wait, hold on, guys. It's crazy because so, I can already hear that like lower beat. That's like kind yeah. of like I don't even know. It's kind of like radiating but but not radiating light it's like it's like a very yeah, low it's low and everything he's saying notice the way he's talking right and this album was his last album right before he passed away but notice how he's talking he's he's speaking as if he has a gun held to his head and he's brainwashed like he's saying like it ain't perfect but i don't mind because it's worth it and then later in the song, you'll hear like, because it's worth it. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it? And then it's like this, this other force is controlling everything he's saying. And so he's like a puppet in the song. And when I was on edibles, I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, look. Wait, wait. Hold on. I hear it in the 
And then, and then this part, right? So, <laughs> Callie's like fishing so, to show us. Sorry, guys. No, look, it's funny. Look, I didn't have anything prepped, but I just wanted to really share this because to me, it's like, look, I've been craving for Saturday to come again because I want to do that again and just listen to this full album. Man, it was just freaky, dude. It, it was fr like, look, he starts saying, I'm treading water, I know. If I stop moving, I'll float. They nothing new. It, and then he gets cut off by this voice who says, just play it cool, baby. Just play it cool. You know, cool. And then he completely changes topic and goes back to, well, it ain't perfect, but I don't mind because it's worth it. And there are multiple instances where he's talking and then this voice kind of course corrects him and just puts him you know, within that little guardrail again, you know, because he starts going off, off kill kind of. So he says, because it's worth it. Is it, is it, is it, is it? And like, what's worth it? It's just being under the control of this thing. And this thing is always controlling everything he says, every rhyme scheme. This thing is just overlooking and, mm -hmm. and like supervising, you know? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the whole that's a lot of the music industry, especially like popular music, um, you know, that that a lot of people are listening to. Because look, even here, he starts referencing Jay-Z, right? And he's told that he's not allowed to reference Jay-Z in the song. And then he's told by this voice anyways, like anyways, you were saying. So anyways, get back to what to like, get back to what you were saying, because he says, I got something else to do. They always do hate. If I do say the do say with the homies like it's cool, Jay, me, I'm just trying to play it cool, Jay. And then right after that, this dark, gravelly voice says anyways. And then he goes back, yeah, mind over matter, I'm purer than alkaline. And then he keeps saying these things. It's like, I'm purer than alkaline, you know, got to get out to shine. Like, oh, oh yeah, guys, like, I'm just an angel. Yeah, like, I'm just, you know, forget, forget what I was saying. But he starts, like, he gives you little hints. But I think all of this is by design. There's this energy, this force. And I can't be the only person out there who thinks this. Mm, yeah. I mean, I haven't heard the whole song, but I don't doubt it. Wild. I've been sensing that a lot in the rap music, especially. It's just, yeah, it's hard to overlook once you're awoken. Yeah. But anyways, like, that's all I have today on my end. Uh, Yeah, me too. But I had a similar experience and it was on an edible too. And, and when you're on an edible listening to music it feels like you're inside of the beat like yeah. that's the best way that i could put it it's exactly you that. just you hear like every single sound like yeah. on its own kind of thing and 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 it's like all accentuated and emphasized and you just feel like you're inside of it like watching it unravel yeah. kind of thing and that's exactly how i felt while listening to mac miller because mac miller to me is my favorite artist of all time and even though there are artists who I deem to be more more proficient at the at the art style, which is hip hop, like Kendrick Lamar is way more proficient. Like he's the best, like technically. But Mac Miller's my personal favorite, and it felt like I was having a conversation with the guy without ever seeing or meeting him. 
while I was on edibles listening to his song. And then every beat, every instrument, every facet of his song was broken down. And I saw every individual element on its own. Mm. So it's just like isolated. Like the drums were completely isolated. All I saw was the drums being played with Mac's voice in the back. And everything else was just cut off. And then I would turn everything back on and then go to the synths, uh, to the synths, the yeah the synth synthesizers and stuff and then that would be isolated and then everything was just isolating to a point where it got to mac and then he was just singing acapella and then i was like holy shit dude yeah i'm not a big fan of uh of, of weed like that's just a god's honest truth yeah um, me neither like i'm taking edibles no but truly to sleep like i I'm not the type that like wakes and bakes, you know? No, but I'm saying like it doesn't make me feel good. So I've never yeah. like I don't think I've ever had a pleasant experience while high. You know what, though? But I've been embracing and really enjoying the feeling of uneasiness and the feeling of paranoia because I get super paranoid, too. But then I like embrace it. It's like this weird relationship that I have with it yeah no thanks where, <laughs> where i start looking around in the room everything's dark and i start like thinking that i see shadows in the corner i see like monsters i see angels i see all these things around me but it doesn't freak me out at all it's like all i do is like okay okay just focus focus and then i just get back in my position close my eyes and then just remind myself that there's nothing around me so that i don't keep opening my eyes up again and then trying to look around and then I, and then even with the music, I started feeling nauseous and just sick while listening to these songs. And then I had to take a break and then I went back into it. Mm. I don't know. I feel like maybe there's just some people that don't have a good high reaction yeah, yeah. And, and that's all that it is. But I know that I just can't like, I don't know. It's not my cup of tea at all. I don't like it gets me sick and nauseous to a point like I had to go shower and and I had to sleep like I needed to force myself to sleep because and, and I was like Googling like how to lessen the high <laughs> and stuff like that's how and I'm already an anxious person by default. And so I think that like I don't know, I feel like the way that you are. Yeah, that Already, just makes it worse. Just like heightens it. Just like these like these like eye-opening drugs like that people do like ayahuasca or whatever else it is or shrooms. It's like those things just heighten and and like I don't even know just emphasize what you already like um the show I, what you already embody if that yeah. makes sense so i'm already i'm an anxious person i'm getting anxious just talking about i'm getting anxious just, just talking about how anxious just, i am just talking about like these experiences it's just unsettling i don't know yeah but um but yeah like i just wanted to like point that out because i just found that interesting yeah i mean it's crazy it's definitely crazy so if anyone ever wants to try it, then go for it. But be weary. Be weary. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you have anything else? Uh, oh, and also to say that, that weed is not an addictive drug, it is. Yeah. 
I think it like people. Yeah, it I don't is. know people who say that it isn't. It's are like the people who are addicted to it. I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like the when like for people who do it every day, and then when they don't do it, they have that withdrawal symptom yeah. where where it's like they're itching to do it, which is a sign. It might not be like an addictive drug compared to like cocaine or whatever. I think that everything is addictive. Yeah, even coffee is an addiction. Like people have a coffee addiction because caffeine is technically a drug. Yeah, and And then other people have podcast addictions. Other people have musical addictions. Food addictions. Food addictions. Yeah, everything's an addiction. So to say that, oh, weed is the exception is is kind of, you know, stupid to me. It's 100% addicting. Yeah, Yeah. like everything's an addiction. Watching TV for hours straight is an addiction. Yeah, (laughs) anime is an addiction. Everything. 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 Sex is an addiction. Like (laughs) everything's an addiction. Everything. So... And yeah, with that being said, I do have to go number two. I have to pee. And I have to go number two. And um, because I just drank coffee and that's TMI, too much information. But hey, guys, we're getting intimate here. We're getting intimate. <laughs> and right? I don't drink coffee either. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go do that. And then after that, we are going to prepare for the potty cast. Potty cast. We didn't do one last week. Going to do one this week. Yeah. I promise. I hope. <laughs> no, we will. After I work out. Yeah. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Stay woke out there. Open your third eye. Or I don't know if that's actually appropriate to say because a lot of people believe that even that's, you know, part of the whole agenda. And people are calling out Joe Rogan saying that he's part of it because he has the third eye and his freaking logo. I don't know what to tell you. All right. All I'm trying to say is just stay awake and stay conscious and stay aware. And with that being said, don't forget that it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace to the world. She's peeing her pants. She's running out the door right now. (laughs) Peace to the world. (laughs)